0: Welcome to this audio interview. I'm Julie, VP Marketing at People Maps, and today I'm interviewing Mary Smith. Mary is an online relationship marketing expert and Facebook coach. In fact, she's recently been labeled the Pied Piper of Facebook by Fast Company Magazine. She's created a hugely successful online profile over the years and has combined various social networking media and strategies to bring her to this Pied Piper status. I'll briefly mention here that Marie lives a completely mobile lifestyle, travelling to the US and Canada in her RV with her husband. And in fact, that's the very point that first attracted me to find out more about you, Marie. And I'm ever glad I did. Welcome and thanks so much for joining me on this call to People Maps members. My pleasure, Julie. I'm so excited about the opportunity. It's really great to speak to you. We've been um, online friends now for only a number of weeks, but um, and, and, and I joined you as a as a Facebook friend and then participated in your Facebook for Professionals course, which I have to say was really fantastic. Um, but I already feel like I've known you for a long time, and that's probably um, just due to the power of social networking.
1: Yeah, I absolutely agree. We were just saying offline there that I call that virtual rapport. That because of social networking, we can, we can actually express ourselves. We can have a platform on which people can really connect with us and find out more about us and, and have that commonality and see people that have you know, similar values and similar things that they're up to and have that instant bond, uh, instant rapport such that when you, uh, at some point you may meet in person, uh it face to face and that that happens to me regularly that I when I'm traveling around and I attend seminars and and I bump into my Facebook friends or my Twitter friends and we're like long lost buddies and hugging and it's just wonderful. It was just it's unprecedented. I don't know of any other time when we could do we could do that.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I agree. I mean I really do feel like I, I've known you I'm one of the things that that, that is ringing true for me today is that I've listened to some other calls that that you've done with with other people and and I know your voice well and and, and I see your picture all the time so it really does bring it alive for me and I'm sure that one day we will meet um, hopefully in somewhere somewhere glamorous. I don't know where that may be but um, (laughs) I'm sure we will absolutely feel like we've known each other for years.
1: Yeah, I do agree. I do agree. And it's just so funny that we have such a, a common thread that, you know, I lived in Edinburgh for 20 years. My accent smelled out a little bit because uh, well, I was born in Canada, my first 12, 12 years were in Canada, my parents are both 100% Scottish. And then I've been in California since 99. And actually, I think when I first came to this country, I, I conscientiously enunciated and articulated so that people could understand. I had a really pretty thick brogue.
0: Yeah, <laughs> so, yeah. Um, It's it's something, it was definitely something that I hooked into straight away with you when when, um, the Scottish theme came up. I I don't know, I guess people do do that and we find all, as you see, the common values between us that that we identify with. And with the the tools, um, the the social networking aspect, I mean, we met on the Facebook platform. I think everything is there up front and and depending on how open you are about things, and I think we're both pretty open with who we are, um, then we can immediately identify those and, and obviously develop that rapport, as you see, which we can then move on to different platforms and hopefully in real life.
1: Right, right. You're absolutely right. And, I, and one of the things that I recommend a lot to my clients and, and professional peers is to really to handpick who you're going to take that time to to continue to build a rapport with uh, over time because there are only so many hours in the day and, and you have to pick and choose. Uh, of, of how much time you're going to invest in, in nurturing and developing those relationships. And it's just not possible to do it with thousands and thousands of people, um, unless you're doing more like broadcasts, you know, like email marketing and things. But you can, people can follow along with you and really feel like they know you when they're watching your, your Twitter updates or things like that. But then, like for me, I just, I cannot personally answer all of my emails now. <laughs> I've gotten so many, but. Um, You know, there's certain people that I just have such a wonderful rapport with. It's very important to me to continue to to develop that that relationship.
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. 100 percent agree um well what, what I invited you to talk about today was the opportunity that these um, so called social networking tools offer for everyday people to create their own internet profile and develop a successful personal brand and as the pied piper of facebook i really can 't think of anyone better um i'm conscious of your time mary I know where you 've been pretty flat out with interviews and delivering training and coaching this last while um i I see everything that goes on I feel like that the all knowing um, with, with the Twitter updates and, and the Facebook updates, and obviously watching the information on the, the Facebook for Professional course, um, but I'm, I'm going to keep this interview quite short. Uh, there's only four questions, and um, my first question to you is that I'm amazed to discover so many people still think that Facebook is just for college kids um, and it's all about in a posting inappropriate photos. Um, they, think it, they think it isn't professional enough to be used for business connections and professional connections. Do you come across the same sentiment and, and how do you deal with that?
1: Okay, yeah, first of all, yes, I do. I come across the same sentiment frequently, in fact, and... I think that's how I actually started up a blog last uh, July when I first got onto Facebook. It's called Why Facebook, and it came about because I had so many of my community offline community were saying to me, "Why? Why should I be on, be on Facebook? I don't get it. It, it seems it, time-consuming, and is it? I heard it was for kids, or maybe it's MySpace for adults." And I think what the general perception out there is a couple of things. First of all, Facebook was started out of college by uh, Mark Zuckerberg and a couple of colleagues that they actually um, founded the company right out of Harvard and then dropped out to go and run it full time, obviously become very, very successful. And so I think that perception, because it's, it came out of it, first of all, for a long period of time, it's been in, it's been in existence since 2004. But for the first while, it was only for college students. So I think that anyone who had heard of it or was was in that growth phase and then transitioning into including other networks like like businesses, or organizations, and then finally to the whole public, it kind of grew up with that concept or that label of, well, it's for college. Now, that's one aspect. Another aspect will be that the people who have that view of Facebook that are saying, well, gee, you know, why should it be on it? It's not professional enough. All, all I know about it is that teenagers share inappropriate photos. Possibly they have teenagers themselves or they know other parents who have teenagers that are on Facebook a lot. And that is one way that they're using it, that their children, their, their teens are using it. So that's where I challenge these people. I challenge business people, especially professionals in business for themselves or Maybe working for a small company that are in a position to develop that individual personal brand to you, you essentially what you need to do is train yourself to ignore what I call visual noise because there are a lot of in a, there is a lot of inappropriate information from time to time you might stumble across it on Facebook. Um, and like solicitations, we call them spam, things like that. But the cool part, the great part about that Facebook is that you can you can choose who to allow into your community or not. And if someone is behaving inappropriately, for example, then you can simply remove them from your friends. So I invite people, uh, professionals, to go ahead and and set up a profile. Just go to Facebook.com, set up a profile if you haven't already, and add up add a casual, well, informal, informal photograph of yourself, add a little bit of information. If you import a blog, put that up, things like that, and then start adding some people that you know. And I'll tell you what, even if you start just using for personal and connecting with family members. I mean, my mother is on there. I have some long-lost cousins and distant relatives, a girl I went to elementary school with mixed in with a couple thousand business prospects and clients and joint venture partners and people that I admire, celebrities, very successful people. So there there is a fine art to it, Julie, and that's where I just invite people to to kind of get over that that first initial impression and, and go in there and explore for
0: themselves. Yeah, I, I I guess it's 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 very easy to set up a profile and, and you can you can you can step in as, as as quickly and as as um slowly as you like, but as as you mentioned there, it's it's all under your control in, in terms of who you invite into that network. Right. Um, exactly. I've got a a second question, which comes from the Fast Company article about you. Um, It it, it was something that that really struck a a chord with me, um, given that we're all about personality. And and what you'd said in that article was far more than an online resume, Facebook shines a spotlight on you. Um, Some people might feel a bit awkward about being in a spotlight. And can Facebook work for everyday people who are uh, somewhat more introverted?
1: Oh, absolutely. And I I know some of those more introverted people who, they're my Facebook friends and their policy, see here's the thing, I invite everybody to have their own clearly defined friending policy. That means that most likely, well there are, there are some people out there, I was just blogging about it this morning, but there are some people out there that will, their friending policy is to absolutely add everybody the anybody they possibly can and get as many friends, quote unquote, as they can. Currently, the maximum is 5,000, though I've heard they're going to be lifting that, maybe to keep up with LinkedIn and platforms like LinkedIn and MySpace that they have much higher limits or, or unlimited. And so my policy, I always recommend people have their own policy, but mine used to be that I would really thoroughly check, go through and see how much I could find out about that incoming friend request, or if I was going to make an outgoing one, then I would look at their, if I couldn't see much, their profile because you can set to up in your privacy settings of how much you choose to reveal to people who are not yet your friends and um sometimes it's limited you can get a sense by who their friends are and you know if they're all college kids with really wacky photos then maybe it's not a match for someone you want in your network but um, it, you know everyday people and in, people who are a little more shy or introverted or cautious then it, you can you can set up the privacy settings such that you could you could almost be invisible you could almost be invisible that maybe maybe, maybe people just see you in your photo but they can't invite you to be a friend they can't see your friends they can't see your profile and so so that's one way is to really adjust the privacy settings the other thing is to have a policy like I say I was knowing some I, I know um at least one person particularly told me point blank that his policy is to only add people that he has personally met even if it's a tenuous connection but he might have met them at a seminar or something like that but if he's met them face to face then he'll add them so that's just just get to give you an idea of you know how someone who's a little more doesn't want that spotlight you know because people who are more extroverted they might be welcoming that that spotlight but there, there are certainly strategies that that someone who's not, not so excited about having everybody, absolutely everybody, read up about them, then you can be very, very private, uh, believe it or not, on Facebook.
0: That's that's great advice. That's great advice. I think I think um, particularly for people who are just scared to get started, in case all of a sudden they find themselves on the front page of a Google search on a particular term, then um, as you say, they can take it slowly and and, and have a policy. I think that the 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 one thing that I learned from you over this time um, t- together on on Facebook has been that introducing policies really does help one manage their time on Facebook. Um, whether it's you know in terms of connecting with people or in fact spending time communicating with those people Um, right actually can
1: i just interject quickly there because you mentioned google and and that is something you can adjust in the privacy settings is as the default is that you all anything you put on not anything excuse me but your your actual profile and maybe if you set up a group maybe if you have a fan page maybe if you have an event anything that could be viewed by the facebook public can also be indexed and found on a search engine so you, if the, if people are concerned about that then there is a setting and facebook are pretty rigorous about their privacy policies. they've really tightened things up due to demand i mean they were fairly they were okay before but now they're really really good and pretty tight and there's a a check off button that you can you can tell them you do not want any of your pages indexed and so then you can't be found in the search engines
0: that's a great tip. Um I, I can't tell you how many tips I've I've got from you over the time and that was one thing I didn't know. So um thank, thanks very much for that. Um the the second part of that quote actually says that um Radiating your work and life to hundreds of others, who in turn introduce it to hundreds more, and suddenly you have all these interwoven connections. And that was one thing that I really liked—that that that idea of the ripples throughout all the the different webs of networks. Um, Can you give us some advice on making sure that those connections are with the right people and with the best intention? And for somebody who's maybe looking to make connections to either get a job with a company that they've specified. Or, or just make connections with people in their own field um, how, can, how can one go about making sure that you're making the right connections?
1: Well again, it comes to the, like the policy and having your, your written criteria and the other thing to bear in mind is that whatever content you put up on Facebook, they essentially they own that data and that you want to be, you want to bear in mind, would I be okay having this content up? ten years from now or five years from now. So my recommendation is always to to do not ever put anything, in fact this is across the whole entire internet, do not put anything that's super private that you would not want to be revealed anywhere. And and so just conducting oneself appropriately is, is sound advice. And for the younger generation or maybe looking to just join the workforce then absolutely and seeing a lot of a lot of attention in the media about this point here that you don't necessarily want to have photos of yourself, you know, uh, drinking with your your buddies and and partying up a storm and anything that could be construed as inappropriate because a future employer could very well stumble across those and it could cost you that job. So that's for the, the younger generation, for people who are already in the workforce, the the key is just some simplicity. Uh, I always recommend on Facebook to to be discerning about which applications you install on your profile. I tend my policy is to stay away from anything that's super graphic rich or noisy. It's like, it's distracting. I, I want my profile page to just look clean and professional. I don't have a whole lot of extraneous information or links. It reads more like a web page or an information page. It's really a combination, in fact, of a blog, a website, uh, a brochure, a business card, and photo album, and an online virtual storefront. Store front. And so when you combine all that, then thinking about, okay, I want to put my best foot forward here. And so then regards who, how to make the right connections, there there you can do it. when i when I was just uh earlier, I was saying that you want to have a friending policy, and part of that might be to to check out as much as you can about their profile, and sometimes you can just get sense by looking at their friends if they if they're set up to allow that, but if not for for example for me because i'm I'm getting a lot more incoming friend requests than i than I am outgoing. I rarely actually initiate a friend request these days unless it's someone I directly know. Who's just joined Facebook, but so now my policy is pretty much to accept the majority, maybe something like ninety percent of incoming friend requests, and then, if there's ever anything that's just doesn't quite sit right with me, they're sending me too many frivolous applications, they've written something not super inappropriate I've never had anything well, I actually I did I had one person, I ended up blocking them. There's a block feature. You can remove the person as a friend, and then they would you'd have to they cannot get back in unless you approve them, but you can also block people, and that pretty much sets the two of you up as invisible. they do not know you the two parties don't know that, that you that you know each other exists on Facebook. That's always a good measure there too and so um just keeping an eye, just looking at your profile on a regular basis and making sure that comments on your wall. Are uh, relevant and appropriate and positive and affirming things like that. Um, did I fully really answer your question, Julie? I think it was a multi-part question.
0: It was probably multi-part, yeah, but I, I think that was a great answer. Um, again, some some tips in there for for anybody who's who's new to new to these um, social networking tools. Absolutely. Um, the the, the the fourth and final question, I'm going to ask you to reveal some top tips on how to use Facebook. I'm not sure how many you want to reveal because um, um, I know that you've got um, hundreds of millions, or as we see here in Scotland hunters i don 't know if that rings any bells for you there Mary, but um, <laughs> <Yeah, yeah. laughs> hundreds of top tips on how to use Facebook and other social media tools to establish a successful personal internet presence. What would your top tips be for anybody out there who's who's yet to 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 delve into the world of social networking, particularly Facebook
1: okay, so for a personal Brand to really develop and anchor that personal brand the the key is focus. The more scattered you are the the less likely people are to remember you and to want to come back and check you out and make con- further contact. if you have something pretty clear about what it is that you do or or a cause that you stand for, something you believe in or maybe a a group that you formed that you really want people to join and and discuss a certain topic or common interest but so when people think of you then they think of what it is that you want them to think about and it's usually something fairly simple and it's usually one thing and maybe they they know something about you in your career but then they also might know that you know you really enjoy playing basketball or scuba diving something like that so it's like a mix of personal and professional and for sure I always say that the line is blurred or or the line is very thin between personal and professional, but you can always maintain a private life. And so that's the area where I'm saying do not ever share anything that's super private online. And the tips would be uh, for sure there's this word transparent. You want to have a certain degree of transparency, and that is allowing people to glimpse into your life on a personal basis to the extent that you're comfortable. And then always maintaining that sense of appropriateness and coming from being kind and adding value and being seen as a thought leader in whatever industry that you're in or whatever um, interests you. There's an application on Facebook. It's one of the default ones, which, by the way, I find that I tend to use the Facebook default ones quite a bit more than the third party applications. There's some wonderful third party applications. Absolutely. It's just, uh, the default ones tend to serve my purpose as well. And one is called posted items. And so something I might do or recommend people do is set up a Google alert. So a Google alert will, will let you know anytime there's a certain word or keyword that might be, for example, you might put in there something related to your industry such that when you go and read your Google Alerts, you might find some blog posts or newspaper articles or a new website or something like that, something of of interest, and you can use the posted items to just click a button and push that out to your friends. We use the word push in a good sense. (laughs) It's not being pushy, but you push the information through the news feed so that your friends can see that. And then you're over time, you're perceived as someone who, adds value and is a thought leader and wants to contribute it is this whole piece about i hear this quite frequently people saying oh yeah you know you come with open hands you come uh, giving you give first and then sometimes people are confused well what does that mean how do i give first and that's one example right there of the google alerts and using posted items and so i think that one of the things, maybe just because I'm naturally optimistic, I'm naturally a people person, is that I, I typically always come from positive, like uplifting. You, you won't hear me uh, griping uh, or being negative or ever putting people down. Uh, I've had some challenges along the way just because of the position I'm in that um, I've had. Like I mentioned, I've had to block a couple people and i will just to set an example and to show other people that how they could learn from that i'll maybe blog about it but i will never reveal that person's identity i would not uh, i would not out someone and that's just my policy i know some people do but i just that would be too uncomfortable for me to do and i i want to be able to share the information of value but but never to be negative about others so um let's see one of the key areas, top tips, uh, one of the, the greatest areas to gain visibility is your status update. Because when you update your status regularly on Facebook, you end up occupying one of those coveted three spots. It's currently the way that Facebook is laid out on the home page of all your friends. The most recent status updates, three of them will show up on their home page. So the more often you update, and I'm not saying regular, do not do it every few seconds or every few minutes, you know, maybe. Once an hour would be fine. So oh, hopefully those are some
0: relevant and valuable tips. I think they're absolutely um, they are. I mean, to, to recap on that, then it's to 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 achieve a, a good Internet presence for yourself, then it would be, you know, establish a focus. Um, create some policies which can then let you implement some level of control. Um, to to introduce an element of transparency that perhaps professionals haven't been used to um, before the social networking tools came on board, but um that that, that To help establish that sense um, of people understanding and and knowing each other. Um, To keep a professional appearance then in terms of both your profile and the information you post on there. Um, To push out information, to contribute to to the network of friends that you're establishing on there Um, and, and, and to maintain a um, an uplifting um presence online it 's something that I absolutely identify with you i've i've um, every time i read something from you I, I smile um whether that's because i i i, I you know I've recognized something you've said or, or or you've you've just introduced um some some emotion in me that, that that makes me smile and i think that's a very important thing that there are some personalities online that that maybe um just report on on the bad stuff or you know they're not feeling well or um and and th- this, this is information that a person might be experiencing at the time but that their friends necessarily may not want to um may not want to be involved in unless they're very personal close friends so um but the one thing there um for me that that, that I'd like to 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 emphasize is your your notion of of going in with open hands of giving and contributing i think that that's probably um the the, the one thing there that that um will take people a bit of a bit of getting used to online um
1: Right, it can do, but sometimes even that. Sometimes even, for example, Facebook shows you when your face, when your friends' birthdays are, and so when you go and acknowledge their birthday in public, and and I always like to look at their wall and see who else has said what. Real quick, doesn't take much time. I'll glance through, and I want to mix it up and say something different. Maybe look at their status update. For example, one of my actually one of my real friends, but. I saw in her status update that she was at the spa and conferring with her masseuse for what treatments to get, and and, and she's in a, a wonderful vacation right now. So I, you know, that's an example. But say I didn't know her. say I didn't know that I could see all that by her status update. Well, I'm going to make a a, a greeting and an, an acknowledgement of her birthday specific to that, and that's that could be an example right there of rather than just everybody else kind of doing the cookie cutter "Happy birthday, happy birthday" like just going that extra mile to add something a little more of value, a little more like thoughtful
0: that 's fantastic yeah and, and, a, and a great idea, I guess Facebook um, provides lots of tools that make it easy for for the beginner to get moving with it in terms of you know posting people 's birthdays and having the default applications as as you mentioned, the posted items and being able to import um, notes on there and items of interest. It really is a a fabulous platform for helping somebody get going.
1: Right. Yeah, I completely agree, Julie. Yeah. No, that was great. Well, you
0: summarised very well what I said. Thank you so great. much. <laughs> no problem. I, I was taking notes. <laughs> taking yeah. notes. Um well listen, but Marie, it's absolutely been fantastic catching up with you at last. Um and, and, and I know you're really busy with Facebook for professionals course and other activities. Um you're pretty visible on Facebook. At at the top of, of our um interview you mentioned a blog, um Why Facebook? Is is that URL? why that's right julie
1: yes uh-huh. and, w- and, and
0: mm-hmm. anybody would be able to go there to find out um, a little bit more about why they should be using facebook um, absolutely yeah mm-hmm. we, we'll also post online a link to your um, facebook for professionals course i can't recommend it enough for anybody that that, that wants to get going you've got bucket loads of, of of information in there for, for everybody um including how to guide step-by-step information um a wonderful ebook um some extras and, and loads of interviews with with people so we'll post a link to that on the on the, the the website and and let people find out is there any other way that that anybody can get in contact with you um, what would you recommend would the the, the facebook.com site be the way to do it
1: that's probably the easiest way for sure. If if they're on Facebook, they're welcome to search for me uh, or my direct profile is just marismith.com forward slash Facebook. I've got that on a forward. That will redirect and take you to my Facebook profile. So and if we're not yet friends, it will show that and people are welcome to send me a friend invite. What I do request is that anytime, and this is good advice, by the way, anytime you're making a friend request, you always pop a little personal greeting in there. So if you're, you're listening to this and, you're coming over to friend me to say, you know, I was listening to your interview with Julie at People Maps, and, and I really enjoyed it. It was <laughs> you know, so learned a lot. Love to be your friend, you know, something like that. And that just lets me know exactly where where you came across me.
0: Great, great, great advice. Great advice. Um, now we'll put everything on on the website there for everybody to to come on board and join in. Um, thanks again for your time. I think that's been about half an hour, and that's what we set out to do. So um, we'll leave it at that for the moment, and hopefully we'll we'll get you on another interview and and learn more about how people should be using Facebook. Wonderful.
1: Thank you much, Julie. Thank you.